Things change from one generation to the next. Attitudes, politics, technology, even lifestyles. But when it comes to business, there's one thing every generation has in common. The pursuit of excellence. Welcome to Generation Excellence. A conversation with next-gen leaders of family businesses who are working to preserve the past and innovate the future. And now, here's the host of Generation Excellence and a third-generation business owner himself, Jamie Michelson. Jamie? Welcome to another episode of Generation Excellence. Today's guest is a generational business leader, weekend warrior athlete, digital media visionary, and pioneer of the virtual organization. I'm talking about CEO of Goodway Group, David Wolk. Goodway Group has a promise, honestly smart digital. I think you'll find in our conversation that David Wolk embodies honestly smart digital. You first met this agency, I think, through contacting my father, an automotive Cadillac dealer business Cadillac. a bunch of years ago. And then I got introduced to you and I've done you know, a little bit of homework on the history of your company. But do if you wouldn't mind, just kick us off with, and you said kind of reinvention. Tell tell us sort of the transformation story of of Goodway and and uh, I guess starting with is it Milton Wool? That would be the the roots. That is the absolute start, and your your timing's great because we're celebrating our 90th birthday next year, and uh, we're going to be at our all company uh, retreat in Orlando. And that is our theme, you know, 90 good years and uh, hopefully another 90. So congratulations. Uh, <laughs> we, we also are 90 in January next year. Uh, oh, so I we'll think keep talking about that. Yeah, that, that, that is remarkable. I'm almost calling it like the road to 100. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, what that milestone will look like. But yeah, we were, uh, you know, started by my grandfather who really stumbled into a printing plant that need, needed help in South Philadelphia. Uh, so he was, you know, worked on a press and then, you know, had an opportunity to kind of buy out the owner uh, with another partner. So he didn't say, I want to be a printer when I grew up. It was help right. wanted. And, and uh, printing, you know, starting in, in 1929 was was a good uh, good industry, not not so much now, <laughs> but uh, that was that was really the beginning in terms of equipment and and things were offset printing and things were getting automated. So he did uh, crank it up and uh, and during his run, it was a commercial printing company, and they focused on a lot of government because my uh, uncle and father okay. came out of the navy and had access to these government clearances and contracts. So we did a lot of defense work printing, like operations manuals for airplanes mm. and defense equipment. So that, that was Goodway's uh, initial roots. And, and then, so what was kind of the, the continuity succession, whatever the business word of the time was then to the second generation? How did, how did that all go and come about and happen. So my uh, father and uncle came into the business, so they were that second wave of energy. And of course, the next generation always gets uh, antsy and hmm. like, all right, commercial printing's fun, but it's a big world out there. And my father in particular really led the, the marketing charge. And 
if if we're going to be a printer, well, let's let's be a publisher. So they they started a bunch of magazines. Uh, one of them did very very well, Cable Guide. Okay. Uh, where we wrote the Cable Wave starting 1980, and and that whole media charge, which was fun. And so they they did the magazines, and then we started getting into printing newspaper supplements because we have the presses, and we figured out a way to target them. Probably when we visited with your your agency back in the 80s, it was selling newspaper inserts for mm-hmm. dealers that were targeted by zip code and had lots of promotional calls to action contained within them. And so suddenly we became like the king of newspaper inserts, and, and it fit with, well within our printing heritage. So, uh, so that was a, a great run. And and then ultimately, that led to direct mail, which was a natural offshoot if you're doing any kind of print. Well, you, you got to figure out direct mail and database marketing. So we okay. got one other stage of sophistication and, and had access to certainly a lot of auto, but a lot of uh, non-auto clients. So I'm, I mean, I guess in a way doing this podcast, I'm, I'm kind of a student of these generational family businesses and interested in the stories. Great cup there, by the way. It's a pen cup for those yeah, audio listeners. Someone said we'll, that to we'll, me. I'm like, we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. What, yeah. So, so yourself, were you, I mean, you grew up around the business, obviously. Was it predetermined? Were you absolute to go into it? Were you going to go do something very different and came in? What's, what's, your, what's your path into getting involved in this, this special company? Great, great question. And I know my son works in the business at, a, at another company in ad tech. And, and we're hoping, you know, someday, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe he joins Goodway, maybe not. But uh, so I'm hands off freedom with him. But with my dad, it was uh, preordained. You are coming as soon as you graduate. I need you. Okay. And he did need me. <laughs> uh, he needed a body. I, I don't know if it was so much me, but he needed the help. So I, 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 I had no doubts. This, this is where I would be. And because you just grow up, if your dad loves marketing, you, you kind of grow up liking it and seeing mm-hmm. it. And you're, you're familiar. You meet other business people. I went on pitches with him in New York to uh, the New York agencies when I was like 13. Uh, I, w- I was up in New York with them. So, so this was my, my destiny. Okay. <laughs> and, and that, so is there, are there, and I have not been to your physical offices. I've just met with your people in various places. Are mm-hmm. there a couple of, you know, is there a statement on the wall or in a handbook that go back to your grandfather or, you know, your father and uncle that kind of is, you know, the motto mantra, anything like that, that you trot out? Uh, I have a couple that, that would, that, that, that are hanging somewhere. Matter of fact, I started a little mini museum in one of our unused offices. You're starting to do some archiving. Okay. I, I, I've, I've archived it. I took all the pictures. Uh, you know, my dad passed away a few years ago. So I got all his pictures and I started putting things up, uh, you know, some of the big moments. And, uh, so I think of a few, one is from a marketing side. My father hung over his office, fear and greed. And that when you tackle any marketing problem, if you figure out the fear and greed angle, whether you're selling or to an end consumer, 
you will probably have a good marketing solution. Hmm. The second one was from their Navy days, don't tell me how rough the seas were, did you deliver the cargo? Because you know, I would go in and we'd have problems with a job and, and they were like, don't, don't tell me about the problems. You know, what did, did you deliver? So you had to really focus on end results uh, at, uh, when you worked at Goodway. So that was the second one. And then my grandfather, who never graduated high school, but just had this natural business sense said, uh, believe nothing you hear and half of what you see. So it was that little bit of beware, Dave. And, and yeah. I thought back in the 30s, people were all legitimate, trustworthy, but you know, you, you gotta be careful in business. Hmm. I, yeah, we, we uh, don't have the greatest traced ones other than what I was told was, if you go back to that era of say the 1930s depression business, men wore their suit jackets. You didn't take your jacket off, right? And they did. The founders did, and then they would roll their sleeves up. And so there was this this thing of roll up your sleeves and go to work. I guess kind of like it was a factory, but it was an ad agency. And that has sort of stuck with us to some degree. This roll up your sleeves and just just get in there and do the work kind of kind of thing. That not, that I that I that whether apocryphal or not, kind of keep keep pushing along. I, I like that. I know when I started working here, it was jacket and tie. Mm -hmm. Then it was jacket, no tie. Then it was dress shirt, <laughs> no jacket, tie. And when it got to that level, we, we did roll them up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, any, any, anything else kind of from the, the, as you're doing that archived office or, or thinking about the 90th, just before we kind of look way ahead and mm -hmm. even to current day kind of from the past that you'd, you'd want the listeners we have to go get some listeners but the listeners to know <laughs> we're gonna get them we're both yeah, you're gonna help. we're gonna get them yep, you're gonna help me <laughs> um so any other takeaways meaning yeah. yeah. first part of the business you know we as a company having i guess uh, a grandfather and uncle you know my dad myself you know everybody has different passions and interests and skills and we all had different ventures we wanted to pursue. So along the way, we, we pursued a lot of just non-marketing businesses even. Okay. And of course, they're the ones that we really got tripped up on and, and had a bad ROI. Okay. Uh, we, we did some real estate investments and we franchised uh, printing copy centers. And I mean, I can go... We don't have. We only have so much time. I could go into a dozen. Uh, so some of some hole. of that lesson of focus on the core business or whatever, right? Versus the distractions or the other the other ventures. Per perfectly said. You you have to stay curious because if I just stayed in printing, right? Uh, we 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 would be a very small boutique, or I'd be in Florida playing shuffleboard. So <laughs> uh, so you can't be too narrow-minded, but you also have to be open-minded. I call it like from um, good to great, you know, kind of fire some bullets. Just don't yep. fire the big cannonballs and, and jeopardize your core business. Oh, that's great. So you talked about 90th anniversary year coming up. 
that's great. And then you said the road to a hundred. What what do you what is your what do you sort of see at that hundred milestone, which is pretty pretty incredible? What does it look like? What do you think it might be? Yeah, yeah, good question. And you know, so when we're we're in the marketing world, and you and I have had many great conversations. It's what's the consumer doing? You know, how can we liaison and help get some messaging out for clients? So it's the basic part of the messaging hasn't changed. It's just now we're on screens and different screens. So, so that, that world has taken off. And we're, we're kind of seeing automation, which really happened in printing uh, over the years because you could do yeah. more faster uh, without hands, you know, folding and touching the, the end product. You know, we're kind of seeing in, in our programmatic media space that you, as you know, we're, we're very focused on, you know, a lot of uh, AI and automation is coming in, making it uh, easier for uh, any client, any agency to buy a seat and say, hey, I'm, I'm trading, I'm in, uh, pacing and all that. So, so this automation uh, AI thing is real, uh, you know, blockchain, not, not the currencies, but just the whole ledger system as a whole another layer of, of possible delivery and accountability for advertising that we're keeping our eye on. And the net net is to be relevant now, I, I think you, you have to be real strategic uh, in terms of your marketing plans. And um, you have to be very analytical and you have to build some of your own algos and you have to be very creative with uh, digital media in, in the case of our business. So our, our leveling up will be, uh, as, as, as we call it, is probably taking on more sophisticated programs, whether it's performance, you know, direct mm -hmm. response, product kind of selling, whether it's uh, multi-location where, oh my God, we have 500 uh, dealers all over the country and we have to do something very localized for them. So we want to, we want to move up the food chain a little bit and uh, become a little bit more sophisticated. And, uh, and it is certainly putting pressure on our whole company and our employees like, wow, I, in other words, you just can't be a specialist anymore. Like I do trading or I do, uh, you know, I create tags for campaigns. You now have to have a, a combination of digital skills because we have to solve bigger problems. And you're and you've put a lot into helping your people develop those skills and be ex that you know sort of fire up that curiosity and be exposed to things, right? I mean, how are you doing that? Yes, and you know when we started uh, digital about twelve years ago, everyone was a specialist, and you know I know HTML, and I I can I can build flash ads, and everyone had a specialty, and now. With automation and with the way that the, the uh, industry is evolving, you have to have multiple skills. So we are, uh, yes, we do a lot of training here. And we have a OD department, uh, organizational development department, and, and a special uh, learning team. And they are creating all these courses and certifications for our team. And, and that's a, you know, in integral part uh, of our company. So related to that, I ask you a question about you yourself. 
I mean, you can sure hear and feel your excitement, energy, passion still for this. It's not like, oh, this has worn me out and beat me down or any of that. <laughs> it, for yourself, what's a, a new skill or something that you're playing with, experimenting with, wanting to develop or understand? Uh, within business or outside of business? Uh, either or. Or both. You know, I would say within business, and, and you and I are on the same road here, is yeah, we're really curious and we've mm -hmm. seen so much happen and we've both been working around 40 years and we, we've gone through the cable run and the direct response run and then the, you know, we did interactive CDs and we did promotions and then now kind of the digital age. So we've followed it together and I find, and if you just read Ad Exchanger every day or just read the business periodicals on the mergers and who's Oracle buying, I mean, there is a consolidation happening in yeah. media uh, and, and publishers, and it's, it's really a, it's a kind of a state of chaos, uh, I, I would call it right now, and, uh, and it, it, it will evolve. So I find myself really a student of digital, and okay. whether it's listening to Ad Exchange for podcasts, and mm -hmm. that's why when you mentioned doing a podcast, I'm like, hey, people multitask now. We, we, yeah. we need more podcasts. So. Uh, so I'm, I'm really outside of our, our business. I feel like I'm in grad school learning about digital every day. And I feel if I, if I miss one week of looking ahead or thinking ahead, I feel like I'm a year behind. It, okay. it is that rapid. And then on the non-business side, you know, I, I do, you know, my mom's in her eighties and has her hobbies. Like I, I think every phase of life, you got to take on some new hobbies. Okay. So I did take on, I know you're a good tennis player, but I took on tennis really late in life. I took up golf late in life and uh, even guitar uh, I took up uh, late in life. So those three things, they're like impossible sports to things to be really very good at. Yeah. Especially when you start you like when you're challenge. 50 or something. You like challenges. <laughs> I'm taking on the triathlon. The shorter ones. Uh, oh, no, oh, good for you. You're, you're, yeah. my, you're my, you're my uh, hero gone from just running to more things that I can more more uh, gear as my wife would remind me nice nice so that, I, so, so that was kind of you know for yourself and keeping you going and then you talk about you know your son being in ad tech and being in in the industry and whether him or somebody else well like what's advice you would give to those younger people getting into the business right now connected I'm sure with that stay curious and all that uh, great question. Once again, you know, 12 years ago, I, you and I probably talked to a lot of college grads and, uh, and we're always, you know, kind, kind of giving them a direction. So 12 years ago, get into digital somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, SEM, social, programmatic, uh, working with a publisher, you have to understand that ecosystem because it's going to grab more and more media dollars. Uh, today, I feel like it's a little more uh, nuanced and probably even it's not as clear cut for me if I, if I spoke to a graduate today. I, I would still say, you know, you're, you're, you're a millennial, you're, you're, you're young, you're, you're, you're a native of digital. So you, you, you're going to have a certain base knowledge that will serve you well. And you certainly want to... Uh, you know, kind of work with companies uh, and 
and start developing those skills. So I would just say, you've got to be careful what companies you pick. I would pick a very progressive kind of uh, independent agency like yours. I would, I would look at a, uh, maybe even a smaller brand that, that has a smaller marketing department, could even be direct response, where you can kind of get in there and actually see ROI and mm-hmm. plus for outcomes and just kind of get thrown into using digital creatively, uh, I think would be uh, a good way to go. And, um, and I think there are, you know, you look at the Oracles and Adobe's, uh, you know, they're all making their move. Uh, so get, you know, if you want to go big, I would probably go that direction. Got it. Um, I, I don't know who's going to be successful, but they're, they're gobbling up some great uh, assets and, and, and kind of taking on the uh, Google empire. Uh, so that might yeah, be. I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of that Jay Chiat phrase, you know, how big do we get before we get bad, you know, <laughs> and, and not that that's a super threat to our company right now. We're still a mid-sized independent agency, but other businesses that you've watched get to that point where what made them special they've moved past right um because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so you've got a unique structure in your company where you have virtual employees all over the country calling on advertising agencies to, uh, tech firms direct clients and yet you have this special culture that's going to be 90 how do you how do you con- how do you keep that culture, if you will, of Goodway Group connected across all these people that are, it's not one long hallway. It is one long hallway, but it's a <laughs> virtual hallway, I guess. Yeah, it's a 3,000 mile hallway. 3,000 mile hallway. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, coming into the business and being multi-generation, you, you have this sense of heritage and, and culture. And part of it is oh my God, I can't believe we're still around. Like, so <laughs> matter of fact, the presentation I'm going to do for our company is all the pivotal moments where things could have gone bad. Uh, mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here if, or things worked out and we are here. And so I, that that's kind of fills me with a lot of joy and, and probably keeps me coming to work every day is the uh, sustaining the business and sustaining that sense of family you start, mm-hmm. you know, certainly when you start smaller and, and you have, you know, your grandmother was the bookkeeper and <laughs> uh, you have a sister in the business. I mean, you, you think about, wow, this is a family and we're going to treat everyone, even if they're not a direct uh, family relative, they're, they're part of the Goodway family. And we're, we're going to really care about each other. Uh, we want to build your brand up. We want to make you the best person you can be make you marketable. Hopefully you stay here forever. And if you don't, you're going to have these amazing skills from all of our training. So it, it, uh, I, I am proud of that aspect of good way that uh, there is a lot of love, you know, a lot of passion and we uh, we're not together much. We, we, we have uh, two trips a year where we spend a week together. And I, it's like this giant reunion where, and, and, and look, a lot of families don't get together more than once or twice a right. year. So it's not that much different. And, and uh, so, yeah, the, the culture is certainly about, uh, you know, caring about each other and, um, you know, working as a team, uh, you know, and, and working toward your end goal together. Great. And then for yourself, when you get, I mean, cause you, you're studying 
you know, trends and stuff moving fast and digital and you've got to keep touch with all these people in your company and your business. I mean, you mentioned the golf and tennis and guitar, but how, how else do you just sort of um, kind of get, you know, just keep it in perspective and, and not get away from it, but just not let it consume you. You know, my whole career, I always had, I mean, I used to windsurf and, you know, ski or, you know, different things at different phases. And I always had a sport that was so terrifying that it took your mind off any day-to-day business mm-hmm. issue. Like if you're going down a double diamond uh, out at- you better, uh, not, you better be concentrating on that. Yeah. yeah. You're in Deer Valley. It, it, it's, it's life or death per turn. And we would do, you know, a trip or two a year and this true getaway where you just can't even afford or begin to think about the day-to-day whirlwind. And, uh, and today for me, you know, certainly for you know, running a triathlon, doing a, a real hard workout, uh, playing 18 holes and having some good holes and some regrettable holes, and, and you kind of get in that moment, it, it really does... Uh, kind of re- rejuvenate you that, and, and yeah yeah it's important to do yeah no it's good I'm free I'm, I in my first go round at this family company I got really into um, martial arts and and that really made you be very focused and one time I was thinking about something at work and next thing I know I was laid out so yeah <laughs> uh, you know I do I you got to you got to find those things. Uh, you know, so we've, I mean, you've kind of talked about the rich heritage in the past and even kind of thinking about year 100 and future and, and, and even stuff that you're dealing with um, right now, all mostly pretty positive. Any, anything just in this moment, not political really, because that's always around that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, concerns you or is that, that, that gnawing fear or, or uh, that you, you know, see coming or something like that? You know, I think from a company standpoint, and I alluded to this earlier, it's, it's just seeing everyone needing to level up. And whatever you were good at five years ago, you, you, we need you to be a marketer, you know, a strategic marketer, a business thinker, you got to look at the finances of working with a client and, and, and maximizing their ROI. So part of the, uh, you know, just natural struggle of evolving is, you know, you have great people you, that you love that have done so much for the company. And now you're like, sorry, like you got to level up again. And, you know, here's some training tools and we'll put you on different teams, but you're go- sorry, you, you got to go out of your comfort zone now okay. again. Um, we're doing that very frequently in, in the direct marketing world. It would happen every 10 years. Now it's like every couple months, mm-hmm. there's just a need. So I, that's, that's a bit uh, of, you know, I, I, I hate to see it changing this fast, but it is the reality uh, of the business world. So that, that is uh, the internal th- uh, struggle. I think externally in our business, and we talked a little bit about the holding companies and how they're, they're just need to reinvent themselves. I, I just think we are in a great, uh, great business at the right time. I think for, for an independent that's nimble, 
uh, with good people, passionate people, you know, within a good culture. Uh, I, I think there's so much upside right now uh, with our business. Now, I, I agree. I mean, because yeah. you can just be focused on serving your clients and you just don't have to deal with all the other, all the other complications. Yeah. I mean, it's really a, a very, uh, it's, it's an opportunist, opportunistic time, even though, yeah, it's harder. And you need algos and you need engineers. I mean, you, you got to bring in the experts. But if you have that team now, uh, I, I think it's really a land of uh, incredible, like, marketing advertising opportunity. Yeah. I just want, you know, for our agency, just want to be one of those experts at the table. <laughs> I mean, not being at the table is no fun. You, the days are gone when we're going to be the only seat at the table doing it all because that's not really feasible. Uh, mm -hmm. or bumped way down the seats to the end of the table and no one's listening to you, that's, you know, just close to the people that are making the decisions. Right, uh, right. And then, you know, so you've, we've kind of covered the pre-described past, future, even what's going on right now. Uh, a couple of just random quick fire questions just, just for fun at you. So uh, okay. other, other, than, other than food, What's the the last thing you remember that you just bought, either with cash or with a plastic card or with uh, Apple Pay or something? You know, I I would say it was new golf wedges, and okay. uh, and I I don't believe you're a golfer or um, you, uh, a, a few outings here and there. Here and there. Uh, I just have never quite dedicated the time that it would take. When I you like get it. when you get into it. Um, it, uh, it does uh, take over your life and you really believe that that next club purchase is going to up your game and it never does. But uh, so golf clubs and I also really enjoy. Um, That's a form of technology, right? All of this yeah. equipment. Yeah. Yes. And then back on the more the digital world, you know, the whole world of Sonos and getting, uh, you know, speakers around the house and having them connect and then be able to you know, have Spotify play through them and linking everything. Uh, so I'm, well, I'm and, and, and related to that, Dave, are you business wise? Cause we haven't talked about this. Are you doing some things for clients with voice activated and some of these devices? It is about to erupt. And I think in terms of avails and doing something significant, especially when we work with maybe a Chevy dealer in a local town, mm -hmm. The avails aren't there yet, but the learning and testing is is top awareness because I think uh, it, on, on the whole social end of the curve and, and and search end of the curve. I mean this this voice is it, it's it's huge. Sure, it's huge. Uh, what 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 is that thing? And these are interview questions that I've asked people over the years. You know more for. You know, working at, at agencies and in our agency, what's something that makes you really mad, gets your blood pressure going where you can feel your pulse or you want to run out and howl at the moon? You know, I'd say the biggest thing, and, and you might agree with this, is when we have clients that get used to a certain metric, and a lot of it is last, last ad click. Last, last click attribution type stuff, okay. Let, that is in our world because we're because that was the Google double click invented metric that it was just easy for everyone to just 
all right, it may not be a good metric, but we're all going to rally behind it. And in our world now, we really have the technology for attribution and to really track a campaign. And I was telling you a little bit about our people-based marketing where we can even put a value on a person. And if you don't look at the whole attribution, uh, you're, you're really defeating and discounting the whole benefit of programmatic and our digital world. So I, I'd say getting that metric right, and, and it's not an easy job talking people off of that. Yeah, I've certainly heard some account group frustrations about that. Uh, so what either is a inter, kind of a, a classic Dave Wolk interview question you ask to sort of vet people that come in a good way or something that in you know different client reviews or something you've been asked that you've chronicled or I can add to my list? You know, I, my interview question is, uh, I, I, I do like the, where do you want to be in five years okay. type of question. And certainly if you talk to someone younger, it's, it's a, it's a ah, five not, years, right? not very accurate. Yeah. That's an eternity. But I, I like, I always want to hear about what someone is thinking about because that will at least tell you a passion. Mm-hmm. And tell you where the you know do you want to manage? Do you want to sell? Do you want to do you want to own your own business? Do you want to own your your own agency? What you know, and you hope you get an honest answer. But if I can get that, because we all have our fantasies and things that we want to want to do growing up. If I capture that, then I, we we can have a good conversation. Great. I ask people what the greatest misconception is about them, and uh, oh. I. It, sometimes get some interesting answers. <laughs> what would be yours? What, how would you answer that one? I didn't mean to throw that one at you, but. You know, I am, and I think you, you're probably this way. You get to this point in life and, and you have a business and a family. I mean, I'm pretty happy. We're pretty happy guys. You know? yeah. And life's pretty good. And I, I like to think uh, and come off a bit as being mellow, but when I do get into trying to win a new piece of business and get into a competitive situation, even tennis and golf, you know, this other gear revs up and, and I like, Whoa, Dave, it's not that important. And I, so I get very competitive and I, I try to control it, but it's in there. I can't, I, I can <laughs> so relate. And the, and the last one, one of these, no right answers to it. Just yeah. what's, what's your favorite number? You know, my, my uh, uncle was a, uh, you could always do anniversaries and birthdays, but my uncle used to race cars and, uh, and, and race boats, and his number was 36. So okay. it was always around the office here, and uh, so since I don't really have a special number, I, I, I'll use his 36. Perfect. <laughs> well, I, can, I can leave it at that. Any other last words or thoughts no uh thank you for including me in this and uh i am honored and i just finished a book called crush it okay. by uh, gary uh, Vaynerchuk. Uh, the, the, yeah yeah he's everywhere gainer media at a liquor store very effervescent high energy guy and uh i think it's an important read uh and i'm a big audiobook guy now and you know, I mentioned about continual education. You know, I've listened to more audiobooks in a year than I read the, the previous 10 because it allows you to 
get through books quickly. So I just finished Crush It, and he talks about podcasts and uh, you know Facebook Live and all these Instagram, Instagram video, and how all these are vital to build a, a brand, build your brand, allow you to be an entrepreneur, build your own business up. So I applaud you for um, taking one of his big tips. And, uh, and, and, and getting this, this series going because uh, people are hungry for this kind of info and they want to do it while they're driving, while they're on the yeah, subway yeah. and, you know, multitask it. So uh, great to be an uh, early part of it with you. Well, you crushed it. Thank you very much. I'll have to <laughs> check that out. Generation Excellence is hosted by me, Jamie Michelson, with help from SMZers Eric Freiberger, Sam Daly, Eric Head, and Joel Bienenfeld. Thanks also to Randy and his team at Stage 3 Audio. Thank you for listening, and please give some of the other episodes a try. One more thing. If you have comments or a suggested future guest, please don't be afraid to contact me.